Hey now, I'm your host, Matty G, and welcome to the FFCC Podcast. That is the Fights or Flights, Champs and Chins MMA Podcast, where I talk all things MMA and UFC. I am a 21-year-old college student talking all about the UFC drama you guys want to hear. I'm talking fighters. I'm talking pay-per-view cards. I'm talking current rankings. And most importantly, I am telling you the story. I am the new promoter of all MMA. I am the new blood in this market and I'm giving you my opinion no matter if you like it or not. Hey now, this is your host Matty G and this is the Fights or Flights Champs and Chins podcast and I'm coming to you live. Hey now. How's everyone doing today? I hope everyone's doing well. I am here right now to paint out the landscape of MMA. I'm here to paint out the landscape of the UFC. I'm telling you what's happening. There's a bunch of other podcasts that are going to talk about how this fight happened, how this fight happened. They're going to talk about what everything, what just happened, right? As soon as the fights are over, next morning they're going to talk about it. This fighter did this, and this fighter did this, and this fighter did this. He won, and he won, and she won, and she won. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking big picture. Big picture. I am a huge fan of the UFC. I want to paint a picture for all my fans. I want people to get excited about watching the fights. I want excitement. I want a story. That's what everybody wants. That's what got me into MMA. It's the story behind the fighters. I'm sure all of you are big UFC fans. You follow your fighters on Twitter. You watch them on Twitter. You follow them. And then when they announce a fight, you get excited. You get excited about the process. Are they going to talk trash? Are they not going to talk trash? Is there going to be a dispute between them and Dana White? Will there be arguments? Will there be injuries? Will someone pull out? Who else is on the card? If they win the fight, what happens? Are they closer to winning a UFC belt? That's what we want to know as fans. We want to know this. We want the story of what's happening. And I'm here to paint that for you. So for episode three, we're already on the third episode already. I told you guys I'm doing this weekly. I'm doing my best here. I'm trying. I'm getting the hang of things. I'm trying to develop my personality on air. I told you I'm the new blood of MMA. I'm making this exciting. I want your comments. I want your feedback. I want you to get excited with me. The UFC website's garbage anyway. We all know that. So let's create our own. Let's get excited about fights. On episode three, I'm talking big fights. I'm talking not only big fights, but big stories here. The biggest story right now, which the UFC pretty much announced, we're having Stipe Miocic versus Daniel Cormier for the heavyweight belt. News is too, they're going to be tough coaches. Tough to show the ultimate fighter we know is going down the drain. But this is a big deal. You have the heavyweight champion, undisputed, versus the undisputed light heavyweight champion who Daniel Cormier used to fight at heavyweight. 
He won a lot of fights at heavyweight. I don't think he lost one. 40 years old, too. Stipe's in his prime right now. And they're going to fight it out. You know, I said from the beginning that Stipe is the baddest man on the planet. Francis Ngannou was exposed. I told you guys that from the beginning. Don't believe the hype. Unless it's Conor McGregor, of course. But that's a whole different story. Conor's the unicorn. He's a little different. But I'm saying Stipe is the baddest man on the planet. He deserves respect. I'm also going to talk about the Justin Gaethje-Dustin Poirier fight. Because I thought that was done between Eddie Alvarez and Justin. I thought that was over. But Dustin is a savage. And that's going to be a very intense fight. And I would argue the winner of the Justin um, versus Dustin fight. See how that works? Justin versus Dustin. I believe if Dustin wins, he's getting that rematch with Eddie Alvarez. He can't run anymore. And then, of course, I'm going to touch on Frankie versus Max Holloway. The fight's coming up soon. Frankie even admitted this could be his last title fight. This could be it for Frankie. He doesn't have to prove anything to us, but it would be phenomenal if he could win a belt just to secure his legacy as one of the greatest. So remember, guys, this is the FFCC Fights or Flights Champs and Chins podcast, and make sure to stay tuned. Hey now, all right, let's get started with the very first topic of episode number three. We're talking Stipe Miocic versus Daniel Cormier for the heavyweight champion of the world. This is a huge fight, people. This is ginormous. I didn't see this coming. Usually Dana White says after fights, we don't talk too much. I don't, I don't make future matches right now. Not the night of the fights, but... I want to see Stipe versus Cormier. And now we find out it's happening. Guys, Francis Ngannou was exposed. He was exposed for the entire heavyweight division. He's done. Say goodbye. Good luck learning wrestling. You're this advanced in the game, you got to learn wrestling. Good luck. That one-hit punching power is overrated, and it's not going to work. He's done. Wait until until, uh, Wardoon gets his hands on him. Wait, wait, it's going to be bad for Francis Ngannou. It's going to be very bad. He was exposed, the whole hype train, the whole hype train with body armor is done. It's shot. It's over. Say goodbye to that. Stipe is the baddest man on the planet, and he's about to fight the baddest light heavyweight on the planet, Daniel Cormier, and Daniel is no joke. He's tough. Daniel's tough. He's bulky. He's condensed. There's a lot of power in that guy. A lot of power. Don't let his size fool you. He hits hard. I don't see it going his way, though. I think Stipe's too tough. I think Stipe's going to be a little too big for him. And even if Daniel tries to get him down, I think Stipe's going to hop right back up. I don't see it going well for Daniel Cormier at all. I think Stipe's going to pick him apart. 
I think his boxing's too good. Stipe knows how to wrestle. He can block the takedowns. And the most important thing, again, is Stipe can box, and he can box well. I don't think he's going to knock out Daniel in the first round. That's not going to happen. You know, if Anthony Johnson can't take you out, then no one else is taking you out. That's the bottom line. Stipe and Daniel Cormier. This is a crazy fight, people. Could you? What else could you ask for? You know, we're all hyping Francis up, and here's Daniel Cormier chilling at 205, barely making 205. He shouldn't even be fighting at 205. He could barely make the weight. Still makes the weight his last fight. Wins. Gets the W. And now he's fighting for the heavyweight title. That's insane. And people are all asking, what about Cain Velasquez? What, is, what, what are his thoughts? I think he's doing all right. I think he understands that Daniel has an opportunity here to fight for the heavyweight belt, and he's giving it to him. I don't think Kane's feeling too hot. I think Kane might be relieved. He got major surgery. He has major medical issues involving his back. And I don't think he wants to fight. I think he felt pressure to. I think he's looking at the heavyweight division saying, there's nobody left for Stipe to beat. I'm up. I got to go. I feel like that's the same way for JDS when he was fighting Stipe for the second time. I don't think JDS was ready, and he pushed himself, and he got knocked out. And that's what happens. I'm surprised with Cormier. Cormier seemed like he wanted Kane to fight. He didn't want this fight, and now he's getting it. And maybe that's the UFC pushing him. Maybe that's UFC putting peer pressure on Daniel. And I don't know if that's fair or not. I don't know if that affects his game. But Daniel's looking sharp, people. He's talking. He's making jokes. He's got the belt. He was holding it below his waist. Now he's holding it above his waist. He's proud. Jones is out of the picture right now. Who cares about Jones? If I was Daniel, I would say, I don't care about Jones. Screw him. I don't want to hear his name. I don't want to talk. I don't care. He beat me twice. It's over. I'm moving on with my life. I'm about to fight for the heavyweight belt. The thing that John Jones failed to do because he couldn't pass his drug test. Mr. I'm going to call out Brock Lesnar. You know, you can talk all that, but now you're not fighting. So what are fans supposed to think? Very exciting fight, folks. Stay tuned. Moving on to our next topic, we're talking Justin Gaethje versus Dustin Poirier. Guys, we thought this was done. We thought this was done between Justin and Eddie. We thought the most violent man was determined. It is Eddie Alvarez. That's what the so-called quote-unquote belt was for, the most violent man. And Eddie finished it with a flying knee. That's what I call the most violent man. Eddie has that. That's his belt. He lost to Connor Shore. He doesn't have the light heavyweight belt. He does have the most violent man belt. We're just talking about the baddest man on the planet, Stipe Miocic. We haven't talked about the most violent man yet, and that's Eddie Alvarez. We saw what happened between Eddie and Dustin. 
That fight was inconclusive. We don't know who was winning. We have no idea. Sure, it was probably Eddie's fault that the fight couldn't continue. It was. But I don't believe there was a clear winner in that whatsoever. I think they were both rocked. And that was the initial most violent man belt until Eddie decided to rise from the ashes, all that Philadelphia heart. The dude ain't got nothing but heart. Those are the two guys you never bet against, by the way. Eddie Alvarez and Frankie Edgar. That's that Philadelphia Jersey heart. You never bet against those two. That's a Rocky Balboa for you. The two Rockies in MMA. But that's besides the point. We're talking Justin and Dustin. Dustin's hungry, man. He's a savage. He is hungry. And the UFC better keep feeding him. Feed the man. Feed him. He's starving. He wants that belt. He was on a tear at 155 until Michael Johnson. I was angry about that. He always gets a little close, and then he loses that one fight, and it pushes him back. Almost like a gatekeeper in the division. Almost like a gatekeeper. But if he beats Justin, he's kicking that gate wide open, people. He's angry. You got to feed him. It showed in the Anthony Pettis fight. He was a savage. He showed up and he fought. Annie, I think he won fight of the night. Well deserved. But this is a huge fight, people. I mean, in all honesty, Justin versus Dustin. If Dustin wins, I think he gets the rematch with Eddie. He has to. Eddie, by Eddie beating Justin, he secured his spot as a top lightweight. Eddie's very much in the fight. Barboza just lost. That drops him down a peg. So right now, once again, you have the love triangle. I always keep talking about, listen to episode number two. I talk about the love triangle in the light heavyweight division between Connor, the notorious one, Khabib, the eagle, Nurmagomedov, and Tony, El Kukui Ferguson. There's a love triangle there, and there's Eddie. Lost his belt, but still secure in that top four spot right outside that love triangle, waiting for his opportunity, just waiting. Maybe hoping Khabib gets injured or doesn't make weight so he can secure, so he can get that belt back, so he can secure his legacy again. I don't know about Justin. I don't think Justin can take too many hits. Before joining the UFC, he talked about that. He admitted, he's like, I'm going to get knocked out. It showed against Eddie Alvarez. Eddie was very loose, very loose, and it showed. Excellent performance. He found himself again. He found his groove again. He was exciting to watch. It was more fighting, more heart, more instinct than planning, and that's what he talked about up to the press conference. All throughout fight week, he talked about that. This is a huge fight, folks. This is going to be a brawl. These two men both come to fight. They're going to hit each other and they're going to hit hard. And believe me, I think Dustin gets the advantage. I think Dustin is tired of being the gatekeeper. He's tired of being pushed around. He's tired of being told, you're a great fighter, but you're just not quite good enough to earn a title shot at the belt. That gets people very angry. 
that should light a fire inside him. He's hungry, people, and it's going to be a very exciting fight. Make sure you guys keep listening. Yeah, that was my version of a little bit of Rocky Balboa, a little bit of the fighting spirit, and that brings me up to my next topic, Frankie Edgar versus Max Holloway. Guys. This is it. This is it for Frankie Edgar. He's getting his shot. We should really thank Brian Ortega for that, for being such a nice guy after his Cub Swanson fight, right? Brian Ortega saying, I'll take a step back, sure. I'll take a step back. I'll wait. I'll chill. I just won my fight. I beat Cub Swanson. I shot him up. He's not getting a title shot for a while. But let Frankie go. Let's see what happens between Frankie and Max, the fight that was supposed to happen, where once again, Jose Aldo got a title a shot, I don't think he deserved. He needed time off. He shouldn't have gotten that fight against Max again. It wasn't smart for him to do. And now Jose is in big trouble. But that's besides the point. We're talking about how Frankie's getting a title shot. Frankie, the answer, Edgar, has an answer. I strongly believe he does. I believe he does have an answer to beat Max Holloway. The only thing that concerns me about Frankie is that sometimes it's a hit or miss. I didn't like how he looked against Jose Aldo in order to fight, I believe at that time, for either the real belt or an interim belt. I believe it was the interim belt. I didn't like how Frankie looked. I think he got a little nervous. I think he panicked a little bit. I think he played it too safe. That's the thing about these Jersey fighters, man. That's the thing about Jersey. They got to be knocked around. They got to be smacked around a few times. They got to bleed a little bit. You smack them around enough, they get angry. They get pissed. That fire, that inner fire starts to burn a little bit. They get angry. The dog comes out of them. Right? That fighting spirit sparks a little bit, a little hotter, a little brighter. I think Frankie, Frankie understands this. This is his last shot at Max Holloway. Max Holloway has been a dominant champion. And I'm going to talk about another podcast, another episode of my podcast, where I'm talking about there's a new wave of these champions, these respectful champions that Conor McGregor can learn something from. There's a new age of respect here, people, between Rose Namajunas, Max Holloway, Daniel Cormier, Stipe Miocic. Come on. This is great. It's a new age of respect, and I like it. Especially Max Holloway setting a phenomenal example. You have to fight Jose Aldo. Okay. You have to fight Jose Aldo again. Okay. Finished him twice. Now you have to fight Frankie Edgar, who pull, who had a pull out due to an injury. And now he wants to fight you again. Are you going to take the fight? Absolutely. Sure. I just asked to it be in Hawaii. That's not too much to ask. He's a dominant enough champion. So, of course, the question is, can Frankie take him down? Once again, I, MMA, I believe, is too 
it's too sophisticated. It it evolved too much. I don't like these fighters coming in where I just know jujitsu. I just know striking. I just know wrestling. That's an issue for me. But I think Frankie's fast enough. I think Frankie can take him down, and I think he can ground and pound him. I think he can do it. Why not have a little hope? And of course, if 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 Frankie can't get this done, he's done. He's out of the division. He's done. He's not getting a title shot again. And Brian Ortega will step up. And I believe Brian Ortega has what it takes. There's a lot of competition here, people. There's a lot. It's exciting. People talking about the, the welterweight and light heavyweight. Featherweight's getting fun again. There's still a love triangle at bantamweight between Cody No Love, TJ Dillashaw, and Dominic Cruz. There's still a triangle. There's still a little love triangle there, and there's fun competition. And Jimmy Rivera is just chilling over there, too, waiting for his shot. This is Frankie's chance, people. Let's root him on here, okay? I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, this is your host again, Matty G, with the Fights or Flights, Champs and Chins podcast. I just want to thank you guys for listening to episode number three. It's now available on Anchor. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at FFCC Podcast. I talk Stipe versus Cormier. I talk Justin Gaethje versus Dustin Poirier. And I talk Frankie Edgar versus Max Holloway. Again, I hope everyone enjoyed. And please, tune in next week. Thank you.